When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. There is a phenomenon that I don't think is necessarily new, but it's new to me. I just discovered it. I just kind of realized it. There, not so long ago, was a time where if you were, say, a person in the public eye, an influencer, musician, celebrity of any type, and you had an outburst, um, an episode, you basically kind of dug your own grave, hopped in, sealed the thing up, uh had a funeral for yourself catered it with like chick-fil-a the whole nine yards like it was so such a sure thing that if you were to pull say a gabby hannah or a trisha paytas on the frenemies podcast that was it for you and i'm starting to realize that that is just not a reality anymore i'm not the most well-versed in um, talking about mental health issues, especially like complex, actual kind of disorders and conditions. Um, I don't even know if that's the correct words to describe them. So we're not going to get too nitty gritty into like what causes um, certain people to act a certain way. All I'm going to kind of discuss is how it is like surface level. We can surface level say that... uh, when Trisha Paytas stormed off of the the Frenemies podcast set on the last episode, that was, I don't know what to call it, let's say an episode, uh, when Gabby Hanna in January like posted like 200 TikToks in a day. That was something. That was, something was going on. Um, when Kanye West woke up uh, one morning and just said, I'm going DEFCON 5 on all Jews. That's not sane behavior can we can we leave it can we say that can we say that's not exactly a uh they were not in their right mind doing that we'll see what that and as i said it used to be kind of like you were literally shooting yourself in the foot in in the butt giving yourself a new butthole with your new gunshot wound like it was over it was it was like so over when trish paytas left the frenemies podcast which to like give some context on that um her and Ethan Klein, who was the other host of the Frenemies podcast, like <laughs> the best podcast ever exists. The nothing has ever come close. Like every other podcast I watch now, even when I watch this back, not saying that this is better than any other podcast, but like it's like nothing comes close. Like genuinely nothing. There's this hole, there's this void that's just been left empty and it'll never come back. Um, so they were on this podcast together. Essentially, they would kind of bicker, um, and they just got into a spat. Trisha Paytas uh, kind of blew up on Ethan. Mind you, he was kind of like egging her on, um, knowing that that was like a possibility. So like, I, I don't, there's no like placing blame or anything. I think it just kind of happened, blah, blah, blah. But I was so sure um, just like by how I felt and how all the comments were, how everyone kind of took it. It felt like that was it for Trisha Paytas. Like, end of it like you would go to her youtube videos after the fact and every single thing would be like 90 percent dislikes um i feel like she was like one of the most hated people on the internet at the time and now fast forward 
I have never seen a human make more progress on themselves in the entirety of history. It is incredible, okay? This was someone who would post videos like sitting on their kitchen floor, crying, eating like $200 of DoorDash, to now having 1.5 kids, 0.5 because she's pregnant again, which I predicted. Prediction video coming soon, 2024, or for 2024, coming soon. <laughs> um, She is a husband. She has this beautiful life. She has her shit together. She has her own podcast uh, where it's just herself. It's doing amazing. She has done a complete 180. And it is celebrated. And it should be absolutely celebrated. It is beautiful to see a human turn themselves around. And at the same time, it kind of stands in this weird paradox. Because this is someone who, you know, has done questionable things in the background. Um, racist things. Uh, the whole nine yards. And, you know... I n probably no one but herself can chalk each an individual thing up to like if she was having an episode, not who knows? No, no one knows. Literally just her. She knows that. But nevertheless, there's records and there's like solid evidence in the past of her doing things that would get most people canceled. But. And, you know, like there's obviously like not saying that it's only mentally ill people who are like you know, like, tweeting the N-word or, like, rapping along to it and then, like, getting canceled or something. Like, that, that happens to a lot of people. But when they apologize, sometimes it feels very... Honestly, when anyone apologizes, like, after getting quote-unquote canceled online, um, it can feel very hollow and empty, especially if it's, like, right after the fact. But I think when people truly start to forgive someone is when they see, like, actual progress. When you see, like... Trisha Paytas, like, you know, cleaning her act up, um, being just, like, a very kind person. Like, I mean, obviously, I don't know her. Like, I think this is so seductive the way I'm, like, showing my socks right now. Don't look. Don't look. Um, obviously, I don't know her in that per in, in person. No one knows her. We all have parasocial re relationships with everyone on the internet. Like, blah, blah, blah. But just based off of what she puts out, it's a lot more positive. It's a lot more kind than what you used to see on her channel. Like, I remember just, like, uh, it was, like, kind of my guilty pleasure watching her YouTube videos, and she'd, like, buy, like, $20,000 of, like, Louis Vuitton stuff and just, like, sit in this, like, empty mansion and, like, unbox it, and it was so miserable. Um, but now she's, like, making videos with, like, friends and just overall, like, even when, you know, the whole Colleen Bollinger drama stuff went down, um capitalize a little bit off of it but like obviously if you're in that position like you're probably going to do that a little bit but uh kind of came at it from like a place of passion i don't know i just there's this general feeling there's this like kind of warm feeling that i feel that she's gotten better um that she got her act together and i think it, it feels funny, like, making this episode based off of just that one example, and I'm sure there will be and are other examples of people who had outbursts online and then, like, you know, turned it around, but I'd like to, like, give, I wrote down a list of, like, people who had similar outbursts and did not come around. Well, some did, so, okay, let me just go through it. Gabby Hanna, um, we... Maybe we don't all remember, but like, holy moly, if you were there on that fateful day in January, I think it was, it was that day where 
she literally just manically posted like a hundred TikToks. Uh, someone broke into her house during the whole situation. Um, she thought he was like a friend. He was like also making TikToks about her. The whole world had eyes on her. It was like the most insane dystopian thing I had ever seen before. Um, and then she, as far as I know, just like pretty much fully quit. Like I checked her TikTok, hasn't posted since January. Uh, same with Instagram, I believe, hasn't posted since February. And who knows what's going on there? Who knows? Not me. Her therapist, maybe. I don't know. Does she have? I don't know. But, you know, maybe that's like paving the way for kind of having like a Trisha Paytas redemption arc. Now, moving on, moving on. Um, another kind of uh, example in the influencer category is Emily. This one was so fucking crazy, actually. So Emily, if you don't remember, was a TikToker kind of like 2020, 2021, blew up. Um... She was this girl who would just like, I don't know, she just like made funny videos. Like I genuinely can't even remember that much about what she would talk about or make videos about. But I just remember like they would give me giggles. They would give me chuckles. And then one day a video comes out of her just actually like saying the N word one of the most horrific ways, like rolling down her window in a car and screaming the N word with a hard R at people. Crazy. So just bonkers to do that um and boom like that was it that was it like she posted like video after video of like apologies and stuff um and then disappeared for a while but then for just a short window and i didn't think it was gonna be this short i really thought she would be back back but came back for god i think it was like literally two weeks um and was posting tiktoks again and obviously there were still people who were very upset um, to, like, what she did. Like, it was, like, the craziest fucking video that got leaked of her just, like, screaming those things. But there was people. There was people who were um, just, like, welcoming her presence back, being like, oh, oh, my gosh, queen. So glad you're back. You know, that like, the whole nine yards. Ew, I've said fucking the whole nine yards, like, three times in this podcast. I'm, like, developing the vocabulary of a 70-year-old man that, like, goes golfing four times a week. I don't know what the fuck is going on with me. Um, and then out of the fucking blue, she said something. Ugh. Once again, me not doing my research. Uh, she got in beef with Cardi B, I believe. She either tried to say, like, Nicki Minaj is better or something, or just, like, she, she threw a shot at Cardi B. And for some reason, Cardi B saw it. I think it trended on Twitter first, and then Cardi B saw it. And she put out, like, a tweet and absolutely fucking shut down this Emma Lou girl. Um, I think, like, even referenced the original video of her saying the N-word, and it was over. Like, it was fucking over. Even the people that were, like, welcoming uh, her back was, like, pack it up. Like, that's, that's really fucking it. Like, you really, you really done did it this time. And she has disappeared off the face of social media since. So that's what I got on the on the social media side. Now, times we've kind of seen like outbursts of anger. Who knows? Once again, we don't know what place it came from. Could be a mental illness or just something. But Azealia Banks, Azealia Banks is like an extremely talented singer, but unfortunately is essentially only known for the most part 
for the spats that she gets in with celebrities. There once was a time where you could go on her Wikipedia page and it would have a list of all the people she got into controversies with. And it was literally two paragraphs long. It like ranged from uh, Taylor Swift to Elon Musk to like entire countries and fucking nations. Insane. And she has had times where like, She's came back. Now, to give some context on her, she, like, I think kind of her most acclaimed albums and most popular albums came out, like, way, way, way longer. Like, I want to say, like, 2016, 2017, 2018. And she hasn't really done uh, anything too big since. She's had, like, maybe one song that had, like, a moment on TikTok. But she still has this kind of beloved audience that, uh, like, rides and dies for her because of this, like, original work that she put out. And... It feels like when she keeps quiet for long enough, she gets almost close enough to, like, being able to start, like, rebuilding her career and then, boom, like, says something or stuff just kind of comes up in the past of horrible things she did, like, being transphobic, all this stuff. The whole nine yards. Um. <laughs> so, like... And he, what's also crazy, what's like special about her is she's gotten in so much controversy that it's like people are some, there are some people that are probably fans of her just because of the controversies. Cause she has had some truly like funny moments. Like I think it was Elon Musk or something. God, that like someone actually needs to write a book about her, but like she just posted on her Instagram story one day, like, are you ready to die Elon Musk or something? I, maybe it wasn't Elon Musk, but it became like a meme format in itself. Um, there was this time when, like, Grimes, the singer Grimes, my mutual on Instagram. Don't know how that happened. Y'all are mad. Y'all are so mad. <laughs> but um, she claimed she was, like, locked in Elon Musk's house and, like, literally got in Twitter beef with Grimes and Elon Musk. Like, insane, insane. Um, but she has, like, never made a full recovery. Like, it's never, like, transferred into putting out good music again or anything. But the uh, final example, this one is Kanye West. I think I made like an episode about uh my love hate, which is now mostly hate relationship with Kanye West. Kanye West is like an artist that all all the people that I mentioned like uh, aside from Trisha Paytas cuz I kind of fuck with her, but like I don't really care about like I'm just using them as examples, but Kanye West I genuinely have like this one actually blew my fucking mind cuz I didn't think I'd ever have like parasocial relationships with celebrities or like even, like, care about them beyond their music. I always thought that was, like, crazy. Like, people who were, like, you know, like, waiting in line for four days before, like, a Taylor Swift concert. Like, respect it. Appreciate y'all. But I, I, I've just never been able to like, see that for myself. But with Kanye West, like, I have listened to him since I, like, got a fucking iPod. Like, since I was, like, nine. Like, I'm talking, like, first songs that was, like, ever on my devices, on my iTunes. And even throughout the years, like, always, like, was my number one artist. And then he was always a little bit off the rails. Um, sorry if that's not, like, a like a mental health-friendly way to say it. But fuck, like, he was off the rails. Come on now. Um, but it wasn't until, like, uh, 2018 when he, like, really started getting, like, like, we can't fuck with you anymore kind of thing. Like... There was obviously the moment in, uh, like, the VMAs 2010 or something when he stole uh, Taylor Swift's moment and, like, went on stage and was like, 
Beyonce had the greatest music video of all time and then like handed the mic back to her. He has had plenty of villainous moments. Plenty villain moments. Um, but it wasn't until like, I want to say, yeah, like 2019, 2020 when he like really started just offending like entire races and groups of people. <laughs> and it was like when this started where I was like, oh God, like I really would battle in my head. Like that shit would come on shuffle on Spotify and I'd like be like, separate the art from the artist but Kanye West is like so far gone that like literally can't do it like I see his name and all I just think about is like all the insane shit that he's done and like mind you I still bump a song here or there fuck like lock me up lock me the fuck up sorry I can separate art from the artist and I'm not a sheep that just follows or just cancels people left I'm kidding <sighs> but Around 20, I, I want to say it was 2019. This was around when he dropped his Yay album. It was like a seven song. It was, it's the album with like the mountains and the green text that says, I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. Oh, which reminds me, I was trying to remember what he has been diagnosed with. Bipolar disorder. I love my brain. Um, around this time, he did like an interview. He did a bunch of like questionable interviews, mind you, while also running for president. Um, this shit kind of started when he like put on like a Make America Great Again hat and then um, went on, I believe it was TMZ. He did like a TMZ interview and said like slavery was a choice. So questionable to say the least. But he released this album. The album was very much acclaimed. And he quieted down for a bit. Like, he was also posting, like, crazy on Twitter. Famously, he tweeted, I low-key don't fuck with that bitch Stormy, which is so fucking crazy because he was talking about, like, a four-year-old child. <laughs> what, we need to, what we also just need to do is we need to acknowledge the inherent humor that comes with a lot of these cancellations these problematic people because if we just focus on how horrible it is to lose these people as musicians who are sometimes great and talented artists at the least we can do is fucking laugh at tweets like that like <laughs> being a grown-ass man and tweeting i low-key don't fuck with that bitch stormy <laughs> it's crazy um so there was that there was that kind of like I want to say it was like a few months of just outbursts and it was so hard to keep up with like what he was saying next. Then he quit social media for a very long while. And then, uh, what came after that? I think it was Donda right after that. Sorry, I'm not a discography freaking nerd like you. But anyways, around the Donda era, um, got into some way more, just way more Oh, sorry, he did have a full album in between those. He released a gospel album, which everyone listened to once and completely forgot about. When he released his Donna album, he literally stepped it up a notch, which is so fucking crazy. He uh, has his clothing brand, Yeezy, and made a, a shirt. I don't think it was ever for sale, but he like wore a shirt that said, White Lives Matter. Um, so like soon after, like just the worst timing the worst timing uh what else did he do he did the tweet about jews uh and it's like f there's fog in my brain because there's so much other stuff he did around that time but it was like truly like stepped up a notch and what i think was like kind of one of the final nails in the coffin was he, 
he was on this podcast and he was like, I can say whatever I want and Adidas won't drop me. Adidas being the ones that made his Yeezy shoe line. What the fuck did they do? They dropped his ass. <sighs> so when, when I look at Kanye West, I try and think, is it even possible? Like, is it genuinely possible for him to have a Trisha Paytas redemption arc? <laughs> Do not think it is possible. I don't think it's possible. I think he would literally have to disappear for 20 years. Like, have entire decades of, like, have a whole generation pass before he could, like, come back to what he once was. Even... Even after he put, or he released his Yay album um, and said slavery was a choice, wore a make, a great, make America Great Again hat, met with Donald Trump, all that, it still took a hit to his whole Donda era. And mind you, Donda wasn't the best album, which was really crazy because he would release like 10 out of 10 albums, um, always like on like the pitchfork, like best new music and just in my heart, amazing albums beforehand. And Donda was the first album where he kind of fumbled. Now, it had a messy rollout. He would do these listening parties, show up like three hours late. The songs would be unfinished. When the album dropped, he claimed he didn't even authorize it. Whole. Oh! Fuck, why did I hit that? Ow, I thought that was soft. What the fuck? It was just pissing me off. I needed to hit it. Um. So, you know, and I th there also was reviews for the Donda album that were critical of just like him as a character, obviously, but also some of the people that he had on the album. Like he had DaBaby on like literally a month after DaBaby went on stage and was like, shout out to all the people without HIV AIDS for no reason. Just said that. Uh, and Marilyn Manson, who is a horrific abuser. So like, uh, you know, there was, I believe there's an interview, like a reviewer for the Guardian question mark, I think who just straight up gave the album zero stars and said, like, if you incorporate these people, like, it's not even like, like, these are like actual like criminals. Like, it's like not even worth reviewing this. Like, this isn't even art at that point. So he was already taking a hit, but now he's like coming back and I'm feeling a little bit of like some redemption. Obviously he has his diehard stands and maybe that's literally the only people who are writing for him right now, but he released a new song with T.Y. Dollar Sign. Uh, and some other people I can't fucking remember. And it it's obviously not like doing amazing, but it's not flopping. And I see TikTok after TikTok, and maybe it's because my algorithm is like trying to Kanye pill me again, but it's being like, Kanye's back. And they're like posting the lyrics, like people are using the audio. Like, it's not like he was wiped off the face of the earth. Now, quick sidebar. The baby is someone who actually will probably never have a redemption arc, partly because of like the shit he's done. Also, he killed someone in Walmart, which is just so crazy that <laughs> that's like not high up on the list of things he's canceled for. But anyways, um, but also his music is like just not that good, in my opinion. So, you know, those things go hand in hand. If you are genuinely talented, but you do something shady, I think you have a chance of coming back. But if you make shitty music and did something that you're not fucking coming back. If Kid, Le if the Kid Leroy said the N word, you would never see that man again. You would never see that man again. <laughs> so, and, 
you know, not everyone that gets canceled is going to have like a redemption arc that's akin to Trisha Paytas, where she comes back almost stronger than she did before. Um, and that I think is due in part to, you know, some of the shit that you've said. I think if you are upsetting entire races, you're not going to make a clean comeback. And especially if that's like gaining a lot of press and that's what people are going to know you for. I feel like a lot of people forget that, especially with musicians and actors, their fans might forgive them, but 90% of people who are conversing and talking about and keeping in conversation these celebrities operate or like interact with them on a very surface level. They don't care about their day-to-day stuff. They only hear like when they are being talked about in the news. So they're not like keeping up with every little good deed or like redemptive thing that they do to come back. Um, they're only, they'll, they'll literally might just hear like, Kanye West is anti-Semitic and then like that's it and maybe rightfully so because if you're fucking saying stuff like that like you can't just say that and not like think it'll just like fade away with the sun like that shit will haunt you forever duh and as it should like but with Trisha Paytas like yeah I, I really feel like she's like come back stronger and I think there's like a new level of adoration that people have for Trisha Paytas because she was able to turn things around and it's kind of refreshing. It's kind of refreshing to see someone who was once like, uh, like most hated number one on the internet. And then is just like back, like it's kind of beautiful. <sighs> but with that all being said, I'm curious, like, is there any like influencers or celebrities that I missed that you feel have had a return, a resurgence despite it feeling like that was it. I know I kind of like briefly talked about this uh, in a previous podcast episode when the Miranda Sing Sing happened. And I was like, have we reached the end of apologies? Um, and mind you, Miranda Sings also just released like a new apology video. And that's kind of being received a little bit warm, a little bit warm. There's some people that are like, you know what? It's good to have you back. And she made an apology for the apology video. She was like, I reacted in the moment out of anger all this stuff. Um, so I think the biggest X factor in all this is just time. Like, God forbid I ever have a goddamn controversy. I try so hard. But, you know, I'd probably just fucking disappear for a year if, like, something ever happened. I don't know. Or I'd be back the next day because I'm addicted to the internet. I'd be like, I'm sorry. Uh, but. My brain is empty. Let's read your drama of the week. This week's drama comes from a new place. A new special place. The official Ben of the Week. Mama Discord. Mama's HQ, baby. You can go to discord.gg slash Ben of the Week and join. I just set it up. This has been a very soft launch because I put it at the end of my YouTube video and it blew up so fast. So, um, you know, but it's calm down and it's fun and come join. But we have a channel on there where you can um, submit your own drama and I will read it. But as always, you can also submit your drama on the video version of this podcast. Just comment a sentence or two about something you need advice for. And we're keeping it kind of light today. Uh, this is from Jazzy Tazzy in the Discord. They said, my friend told me the cats are ugly after I told them they were my favorite. What should I do? You need to grab leather gloves or just any kind of gloves that are uh, have like a lot of grip to them 
put your hands around their throat and wring that motherfucking spinal cord out like a towel. And then throw them down the flight of stairs. That is so rude. Um, I mean, honestly, cats aside, it just sounds like they're a very um, combative and argumentative person. Just, just test that shit out. Be like, I like avocados. See if they say, actually, fuck avocados. I hate uh, avocado toast. Guacamole tastes like dick. Like, test it out. See what they say. Because those people are, they're just not fun to be around. And I say that because I very much used to be like that. Especially to my parents. I'd be so, like, argumentative for no reason. I would just, like, want to pick a fight. So, call them out. Be like, do you really not like cats? Or do you just want to, like, pick a little fight? We can go scrap. Like, what's up? Because what a fucking thing to say. Unless you're allergic, you have no excuse. Like, you actually have no excuse to not like cats. You're an idiot. You're a little dumbo. Um, but I wish you the best. And I hope you get a cat one day. And I hope you rub their fucking face in it. And I don't care if they're allergic. And with that being said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Sorry, my brain was all over. As always. I'll be back in my regular place of home next week. But for now, we party in Miami with my mama. Family vacate. Let's go. Okay. Love y'all. Bye.